is apropos of nothing. Birds are one of the only other creatures who make their own houses. And they're one of the only creatures we make houses for. That is arrogant. Is that bird? That's a house? That, that's your house, huh? There's some sticks in a circle. This is embarrassing. You want a house? Tell you what, I'll make you a house. It'll be like a little human house. There, a tiny little person house for you. A little hole that's too small for your body to try to get in and out of there. Birds are in the house like, I feel ridiculous. The other animals think we're trying to be little people. This is just really pathetic. Shut up, Lewis. It's a free house. That's your house, huh? Circle with some sticks. Well, let me make you a house. That's funny. That's Dimitri Martin, who's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. My wife and I are big fans. Um, He's got a stand-up special or two on Netflix. Anyway. So to the serious, uh, I'm looking up at uh, Good Morning America. They had George Floyd's uh, wife on there, the poor guy that was murdered in broad daylight by the police, uh, and his six-year-old daughter on there. And, uh, you know, it's she lost her dad, and that's, that's horrifying, and you know, he was murdered. So we all know that horse, whole story. But the Minneapolis Police Union wants to point out George Floyd's violent criminal history, and they came out yesterday to make this statement. I'm not exactly sure what their point is. But, you know, from the uh, from the Department of, I assume, more information as long as it's true is better. Here it is. Uh, the head of the Minneapolis Police Union says George Floyd's violent criminal history needs to be remembered and that the protests over his death are the work of a terrorist movement. I'm not sure the Minneapolis Police Union made things better by uh, saying that. But Oh, boy. What is not being told is the violent criminal history of George Floyd. The media will not air this, the police union president told his members in a letter posted Monday on Twitter. It's not, a, it's not relevant to kneeling on the guy's neck for eight and a half minutes. No, no, no it's completely, not even completely irrelevant to murdering a guy for passing bad checks. Floyd had landed five years behind bars in 2009 for an assault and robbery two years earlier, and before that he'd been convicted of charges ranging from theft with a firearm to drugs, uh, according to the letter. He died last week. Died last week. He was murdered last week uh, by that cop. We all know that story. Uh, the police union went on to say this. This terrorist movement that is currently occurring was a long-time buildup, which dates back years. Kroll said in his letter of the protest, adding that some of the city's issues exist because Minneapolis leaders have been minimizing the size of our police force and diverting funds to community activists with an anti-police agenda. Not sure that all that uh, may be true too. Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with kneeling on a guy's neck for nine minutes until he dies, while people are saying he's dying. Get off of him. Well, go on if if there's more. Our chief requested four hundred more officers and was flatly denied any. This is what led to this record-breaking riot. Mm. And I think what led to the record-breaking riot is one of your guys uh, murdering a guy. In broad daylight. Yeah, I, I like that choice better. Uh, all these issues may be true. And listen, the police unions, they they function as the defense attorney. And if I'm just a raving criminal and, and I'm at trial, by golly, I hired the defense attorney. I want him saying I'm a saint and I didn't do nothing. Right. Which is the role of the police union. But nice try. Um, has there been any more on the whole they were co-workers thing? Trying to figure out if it was specifically racial or, as I heard somebody say, there's been lots of people I worked with for 17 years I wanted to kneel on their neck. Yeah, well, um, that's, yeah, that's rough. But 
I have not heard of any significant interaction of those guys at work. I have not come across any account of that. It's all they usually work different shifts inside, outside, Mm. uh, no interaction. The one thing I read was that the cop in question had an incredibly quick trigger for uh, pepper spraying people or or knocking them around or whatever on the hip-hop nights. But who knows if that's true when there are a lot of black patrons in the bar. His attitude seemed to be one strike you're out, said somebody or other. But that has nothing to do with the the victim. Um, I don't know. I don't know. And the problem of the other three guys. But I think we've all gone over this uh, right pretty uh, pretty frequently. Oh hey, if you've been looting and you grabbed yourself some some Apple gear out of the Apple Store, I got some really really bad news for you. Love this. Thieves and looters and scum. Speaking of thieves and looters and scum, listen, if you're interested in a home security system for whatever reason, the best part to me is the the really expensive installation charge, hundreds of dollars, and then the long contracts. I just, I really love that. Now, maybe you're <laughs> And different. I like having somebody at my house. I just like a stranger at my house. Maybe you're different. Maybe you want the best overall home security system of 2020, according to U.S. News and World Report. The best one, and it has none of that stuff I mentioned. Yeah, nobody's coming to your home. No technician or salesperson has to come and disrupt your house. It comes to you. You set it up. Now you've got the best overall home security of 2020 for about 50 cents a day and no contract. And it's uh, you can't go wrong because you got free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's that simple. Yep, 24-7 professional monitoring, really inexpensive. The camera alerts, the doorbells, everything that you want. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong to get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong so they know we sent you. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. We uh, we mentioned earlier this horrifying story out of California. California man of this guy who was eating his grandma. And uh, so somebody sent this... Uh, it's a poster along or picture or whatever meme, I guess. Uh, we've talked about this before. Mamey, it's French, and it, it's, I don't think it is. The, and the headline is <laughs> "Punctuation Saves Lives." <laughs> Let's eat, Grandma. <laughs> versus Let's eat, comma Grandma. Right. They're two completely, completely different things. Completely different. And maybe that guy <laughs> just ran afoul of that punctuation error. Uh, the the meme that was going around a couple of months ago that I was enjoying so much was, "I've given up drinking for a month." Wait, sorry, I've given up, period. Drinking for a month. <laughs> Let's eat, Grandma. Let's eat, Grandma. Oh, completely different. Right. As I'm reading, I'm going to read to you from Forbes here. Um, blah, 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 blah. As protests, uh, you know what, that's just, uh, we've already talked about that plenty. Uh, Apple, among other high-end real retailers, has seen its fair share of attacks and looting. And has now taken action to protect staff and prevent further damage. Apple CEO Tim Cook, cooking with hot grease, sent a message to his employees saying, There is a pain deeply etched in the soul of our nation, the hearts of millions, etc., etc. Politically correct stuff. And people uh, are stealing our phones. Right, right. And then he, he segues into more just soft Silicon Valley, limp-wristed tech boy talk. We've always drawn strength from diversity, blah, 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 oh, so on, so forth. Um, but it's long been known that Apple operates some form of proximity software that disables a device when it's taken illegally from a store. 
Until now, little had been seen of this technology in action. <clears throat> well, thanks to social media, we can now see the message that greets a looter, a looter powering up their new device. This device has been disabled and is being tracked. It says, local authorities will be alerted. Well, I love this. Local authorities didn't show up when the Apple store was being looted and burned, so I'm not sure they're going to show up for a single Ah, iPhone. iPhone, yeah. Exactly. We'll have four cars there within minutes. Uh, It's unlikely any of these devices will be returned to stores as requested. It also says return to store. Please return to store. Oh, man! Ah, well, I guess I better take it back. I'm here to turn in the stolen phone. Where's where do I do? Do I yes. need an appointment? May I see the manager, please? <laughs> this sack full of phones. I need to return them. <laughs> um, y- yeah. So uh, at least you can't use them. They might like I say they'll strip them of parts and you know like like car thieves do, but they can't use the dang thing anyway. Hmm. We know who you are. We know where you are. Local authorities will be alerted. Hey, we got this text. Uh, I heard that they both did porn. Have you heard that anywhere? What? Can you Google that? Surely they both, that's not the true. The cop and, and, and George Floyd? Surely they did not. It's the, that is the first I've heard of it. Somebody said they saw screenshot pictures, but you, I think if you know anything about the Internet and porn. <laughs> and, and, and Photoshop and the rest right. of it. Right. Uh, that sounds like a Russian bot or something, which reminds me. Wow. I was in the lunchroom getting some caffeine juice and... Uh, old Chuck Grassley was grilling Rod Rosenstein, who was the interim director of the FBI appointed, uh, or I'm sorry, he was, he was the uh, second guy at DOJ. He appointed, um, uh, 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 old man Mueller. Peepers. Uh, Peepers Rosenstein. That's right. Um, and they're grilling him about various things, and he's a pretty smooth operator, but it, it had never occurred to me with such great clarity. Uh, Chuck Grassley was sort of pointing this out in his question. The entire Russia investigation, the entire Mueller investigation and report, was into Russian messing with our campaign's election, Russian disinformation. The investigation of the Trump team was based on the Steele dossier, which was a giant flaming pile of Russian disinformation. Christopher Steele, the former British spy, went to Russia and collected a bunch of absolute horse poo disinformation from Russian contacts. And the FBI knew from the beginning it was Russian disinformation, and Comey but continued to use it. read it around, made sure it got into the Washington Post and everywhere else. Right, exactly. But Comey and the Democratic Party bought, paid for, and then distributed Russian disinformation. An angle of the story that the the Washington Post, the New York Times, the Alphabet Networks have shown a a curious lack of curiosity about. So apparently you can go too far. A woman has been charged with inciting riots because of a post on Facebook. Wow. Faces up to 10 years in jail. What did she post that can cross that line and get you in trouble? Worth saying tootin' for. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
as a fan of chanting in general, whether I agree or disagree with the premise, that is a strong chant. Why I don't see no riot here. Why are you in riot gear? Yeah, I go back and forth on this from a, like a libertarian standpoint, and I've read a lot of good stuff, and uh, and I've been convinced this way and convinced that way on the militarization of our police forces, um, and whether or not that causes more harm than good or is dangerous in the long run and all that sort of stuff. But you know, when you had everything getting smashed and tore up and people hurt the night before, that's why, That's why you're in riot gear. Yeah, and if you wait till there is a riot to put on your riot gear, you will be killed. On the but other hand, there is a balance to be struck. Yeah, I don't want them showing up at every protest that ever exists in Humvees and looking like it's uh, Fallujah. Right. I, right. I, or I, Beijing. I know cops are capable of amazing restraint and de-escalation. We, we all saw a great example of it with the Michigan protests mm-hmm. when they were trying to get the state back opened up. and but the, but the cops there, they were all dressed like police officers, not right. like military people. And they no, there was actual, you know, kind of chest bumping or shoving and or people just kind of collapsing into each other. But those things didn't get escalated past a point, which is lovely. But you try that in East L.A., you probably end up dead. Right. So or um, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So this is or, or not. So right. this is interesting. Um, I don't know what the line is. Apparently, this woman crossed it. Woman charged with inciting riots after a Facebook posting. Uh, there's so much stuff that's thrown around in social media. Oh, did you hear that Facebook employees have continued their walkout because we're not censoring Donald Trump? All right, walkout. Don't come back. But, I mean, there's so much inflammatory stuff on social media. I mean, this, noticed, really? this, person's, this person's Hitler, that person's Hitler, this person's destroying America. This, You know, you can end up in jail for 10 years by crossing the line. Well, this woman did. A Michigan woman faces up to 10 years behind bars for encouraging others to loot and throw bricks at buildings in a Facebook live video. Mm. Alexandra, Alexandria Alley Lyons posted that she's a young, hot, white chick, if you're trying to picture who she is. Uh, Alexandria Alley Lyons posted the live stream video over the weekend during riots in Grand Rapids that left more than 100 businesses damaged. In the video, she's seen swigging beer. From the bar Mohos in Grand Rapids, Mohos, and, <laughs> and showing off, <laughs> and showing off clothes allegedly swiped from a store nearby. At another point, she has heard multiple times encouraging her friends and others to throw bricks or other objects at windows of multiple businesses downtown. And at one point, picks she, up a brick herself and mentions heading back to the courthouse. She's being charged, so one less hoe. Uh, lines is well. I'm I'm just trying to figure out what crossed the line here because people encouraging the the sort of behavior that was going on. It seems like I've seen lots of that. It's one of the few pretty widely known limits to free speech. You can't incite a riot. But there's, there, boy, that's a I don't know what crosses the gray area into clearly inciting a riot though. Saying riot, <laughs> I don't know. Throw bricks I've, and steal stuff. I've, I've seen a lot of pretty positive. Encouragement on social media in the last yeah. week. Leno put up with that s in Grand Rapids and good forum. It's the Midwest, man. You can get away with that crap in Oakland, not in Grand Rapids. At another point, she has heard multiple times encouraging her friends and others to throw bricks or other objects at windows of multiple businesses. Did I already read that? No, yeah, I did read that. This is the part I want to read. She is also accused of stealing jewelry from a smashed case on the sidewalk, telling her friends to quote to get her a gold bracelet because she already has silver ones. So that's just shopping. Jackass. Shopping for free things. Yeah. The 22-year-old was nabbed after numerous people ratted her out to police. Um, 
Right. Good. So apparently you can cross the line on Facebook and end up in jail and get a big time fine. Well, we'll see if she gets uh, convicted. But a Duty McDudeface writes on a similar topic to who will put up with what, where. Um, Antifa showed up, I guess, in the Coeur d'Alene, Idaho area. And the community here, black, white, brown, united, pulled together and sent them running. Hundreds of people with AR-15s and handguns practicing open carry had Antifa fleeing just as soon as they arrived. There's some footage on YouTube. Uh, one of the punks dropped a list of businesses they were supposed to loot and destroy. Uh, I'll send that link to you. Wow. Yeah, don't be bringing that S around Coeur d'Alene or Sandpoint. That would be a terrible, well, it was a terrible mistake. Sent them packing. Nice job, Idaho. Way to represent. Uh, somebody in law enforcement that wants us to, to start saying George Floyd was murdered by a cop rather than saying he was murdered by the police. If I have said that, that was just sloppy language. But I get the difference. Get your words straight, Jack. I get the difference. <laughs> the vice president was a little slow in showing up there, so I pinch hit. Uh, also, uh, a similar note, Antifa arrests coming. Concerns over riots heading to suburbia, according to uh, government sources. And part of this is that in the less urban, more rural parts of the country, well-armed suburban and rural people are not going to put up with people smashing up their towns. They will exercise their Second Amendment rights to protect themselves and their stuff. Fair warning. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't forget. The killing of George Floyd by a Minneapolis policeman is a horrible crime. The officers on the scene that day should be held accountable for his murder. It is a tragedy that we have seen repeat itself too many times. So that's Secretary Esper. Secretary of the, the, the Defense. Yes. The sec def. I don't know why he's uh, responding to this, but uh, what he wished for, well, we're going to find out in a couple of hours because they announced that they're going to tell us what they plan to do with those other three police officers that stood around and watched a guy get murdered. And uh, that might actually be uh, worse than, well, because the psychopath's a psychopath, and we know he's a psychopath. So he's going to go to jail for the rest of his life for murder, I hope. But the three standing around, what was up with them? And what we're going to find out today if they're charged. And the reason this is a big deal, not just for, you know, the, the, the arc of history and the bending toward justice and whatnot, is if if there's an announcement that they aren't charged, you might see some serious, serious rioting all across America tonight. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what they're going to decide. Well, I'd point out that the the officer Chauvin, the kneeler, the uh, alleged murderer, is getting charged with third-degree murder, which is obviously not your super serious life sentence brand of murder. So what these guys might be charged with, reckless endangerment or something like that? I mean... Well, and I saw this. I haven't read it yet, but it's from a lawyer that writes for the Dispatch who said Derek Chauvin's actions were cruel, but a conviction won't come easily. The vagaries of the law render the result unpredictable. So they're 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 making the argument it's going to be even with what we've all seen and everybody calling it a murder, left, right, and center, and top to bottom everywhere. Um, uh, they say it's going to be hard to get. Uh, They'll get a conviction for something. 
depends on how the charges are, are brought finally at trial and whether the judge gives the jury options or whatever. He'll be convicted of something, um, almost certainly. I mean, I've, I've served on a few juries, and uh, some of them have been filled with crackpots who couldn't reason their way out their front door in the morning. Um, but I would be shocked if he were not convicted of something. Uh, I'll have to read this article from the lawyer about why it's going to be difficult because that will be that'll be something to follow. And again, if they announce today that you know it's going to be nothing or something really light for those other three, there might be some serious writing. And I, although the National Guard's out there a lot of places, there's a lot more police and there's a lot more National Guard. Oh, speaking of that sort of thing, I got this text, and I'm not going to say what city. I'm not going to say what city, but we got this from somebody who said, I spent Saturday night and Sunday night sitting by my police scanner listening to the trashing of uh, the city I live in. Uh, Use of the police was clearly on a tight leash. No force was authorized, and they did not intervene unless loss of life was imminent. Less than lethal force wasn't authorized until nearly midnight both nights to to extricate homeless who were being beaten down by large groups of nonviolent protesters. Oh boy, that's even harder to justify, obviously, than the than the the stealing of jewelry and smashing up Seven Elevens right. in the name of them. You know, uh, Mister Floyd beating up homeless people. Yeah, it's you're just, just astonishing. freaking thugs. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and the, a lot of the Antifa people—that's precisely what they are. They're confused, angry morons. Um, and and you know, it's I hate the media. I just, I really, I can't stand most news media because they're so dishonest. And when they're not being dishonest, they are not trusting their viewers and listeners enough to give them anything more than the grossly oversimplified version of a story. And they continue to call everybody out on the streets protesters, including the the, the monsters who would beat down some poor homeless person. Or who would torch a store or smash and grab jewelry and shoes and shirts and all. They just refer to them all as protesters, which does a terrible disservice to the protesters and makes it impossible for Americans to sit down with each other in one form or another and say, okay, here's, uh, you've got your, your, here's what you're angry about. Totally agree with you. On the other hand, some of the stuff you're saying is not really true. And maybe you shouldn't be calling all white people racist, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now I need to listen to you. That's impossible to do. When the, 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 you know, I, I almost call them jackasses, but it's, it's immoral the way the media operates. When, when they do what I was just describing, they do serious damage to this society. So I was looking up, uh, I don't know what city it was. They showed a picture up there of National Guardsmen. Uh, standing in front of a building somewhere and dressed in their full, you know, I'm in Syria gear uh, with a military rifle there. And wh- what are they going to do if a whole bunch of people come toward that building and don't stop when they st- say stop? They're actually going to shoot people? They have. You're uh, carrying that gun to shoot people, right? Right. Right. Well, generally speaking, people don't do that. Well, if that's there's a but, massive show of force. But is that what you're counting on? Is that people don't do that? Because if they people have, decide they have to, steps, yeah, they have steps before anybody starts shooting. Because even though I'm fine with shooting looters, we don't do that. No, no. Well, the idea is massive show of force. Get the cops on the streets. Get the national guard on the streets. Calm everything down. Because the the percentage of like legit protesters who are smashing and burning is very very small. 
And uh, nobody, but nobody, is saying people shouldn't be allowed to protest. Nobody's saying that. Nobody, and, and you know, it's funny. I've, I've really put out my feelers all over the place. Nobody's defending the cops who are making that arrest. And, uh, and, and, and nobody's saying the protesters need to stop protesting. Nobody. It doesn't, it, that point of view practically doesn't exist. So, yeah, crack down on the violence and the looting. Like crazy. Couple of other things before we get to some breaking news. Prime Minister Boris Johnson in uh, England. Hello! You know, Bojo with the tussled hair. He said they're uh, willing. Recently uh, at death's door. Right. He said they've got a baby mama. Are they married now? No, I don't believe so. Uh, he said they're pledged to admit there in England three million people into Britain from Hong Kong if uh, China keeps cracking down. Mm. That's putting your money where your mouth is. I don't know how the rest of Great Britain feels about that, but that's what they do there. Um, we also got this text. Granibalism in Richmond. If you don't know what we're talking about, oh, you can look it up. No, we didn't no. need it. You don't like the no, term? No, no, no. Don't like the term no, granibalism? No, okay. Nobody asked for that. Okay. You going to try to hashtag that? I will. Oh, uh, Lord, please, no. I will delete this text. Just give me a second. <laughs> uh, and then this. This is actually breaking news because uh, Peepers is being questioned. That's Rod Rosenstein. He was the acting attorney general through a lot of the whole leading up an impeachment mess. You know the whole story. If you don't. You really don't want me to explain it. <laughs> Number one, it would take a while. Number two, you wouldn't believe it. Well, no, but you clearly didn't want to follow this story. Right. It was right. very difficult to avoid. And if you don't know who this is and what they're talking about, you did that on purpose. Well, so and at why the end, would I show up and then like try to force it down your throat? Again, there's no constituency for that. And at the end, they would say, wait a minute, there was no evidence whatsoever? Why did you spend it? Why did you just tell me a story that was 45 minutes long if there was nothing there? Yeah, that's exactly the point. <laughs> but uh, might have to fill in some more info on the back end of this, but Lindsey Graham, who's the chair of the committee, is asking him questions. You signed a warrant application in June of, uh, I think, 2017 to get the uh, Carter Page warrant renewed. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, have you looked at the Horowitz report? Yes, I have. I have it with me, Senator. If you knew then what you know now, would you have signed the warrant application? No, I would not. And the reason you wouldn't have is because Mr. Horowitz found that exculpatory information was withheld from the court. Is that correct? Among other reasons, yes. And somebody actually altered an email. Correct. Right. right. So there were 17 violations that Mr. Horowitz found, but I can't stress enough to the country that he found the most egregious of all, the dossier was the only reason the Carter Page warrant was issued to begin with. And in January 2017, the man who provided Steele with all the information told the FBI it was a bunch of garbage and they used it twice more. What kind of country is this? What happens to people who do that? Yeah, that's a very good question. Well, what let's does run that happen? clip 20 times, please. What does happen to people who do that? Who who doctor emails so that you can pull off your uh, spying on a guy? Well, you make it up. You made up a reason to spy on a guy, right? For political purposes. And as Rod Rosenstein answered pretty quickly, there. Oh no, no. If I'd have known nope. that that they they were holding back stuff that showed that he was not a spy, that we'd already looked into it and proven that he wasn't. I remember all that. We went through it at the time. No, of course I wouldn't. Have. He did not 
flavor his response with any ifs, ands, or buts. No, no, no. no. So, so that's an interesting question right there from, the Lindsay, from Lindsey Graham at the end, and I have a feeling I know the answer. What happens to those people? They keep their jobs and keep doing what they're doing. Or quietly resign. Retire. I'm not even sure they're going to have to do that. Strzok's still in the FBI, right? No. He's not? No. Well, who's still there? Is Paige still there? No. No, I believe they're both long gone. Comey, he's the one who's still there. I no, thought, no, he's gone too. I thought they just got reassigned. I will, I will stand ready I to be he just corrected. Got, I thought he just got signed to a different department. I could be wrong. Maybe there was an update from that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think we really ought to get back to the uh, editorial in the Wall Street Journal we touched on earlier today about the truth of, you know, who gets built, killed by cops and in what numbers and what percentages and the rest of it. Long story short is. The narrative that cops are just out than black people is not borne out by the numbers. Controversial Wall Street Journal opinion piece. There is no systemic racism in uh, policing. There are just not numbers to back that up. Biden said the opposite, I think, this morning. But uh, stay tuned for that. The moment has come for our nation to deal with systemic racism, to deal with the growing economic inequity that exists in our nation, to deal with the denial of the promise of this nation made to so many. Well, that's a heck of an ongoing conversation of uh, to what extent we actually have systemic racism in this country economics and everywhere else. But the Wall Street Journal is taking on the myth of systemic police racism in an opinion piece by a woman uh, called Heather McDonald who wrote a book, uh, something about uh, the war on cops, I think is what the book is called. Uh, Hold officers accountable, accountable who use excessive force, but there's no evidence of widespread racial bias. I'll skip down to the uh, some of the statistics that you will agree with, not agree with, or quibble with some. I don't know. In 2019, police officers fatally shot 1,004 people nationwide, most of whom were armed or otherwise dangerous. African Americans were about a quarter of those killed by cops last year, 235. A ratio the, that is um, oh, go ahead. A ratio that has remained stable since 2015. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say the immediate response is why that's almost twice their percentage of the population, black people. Um, that share of black victims is less than what the black crime rate would predict since police shootings are a function of how often officers encounter armed and violent suspects. In 2018, which is the latest year for which they have data, African Americans made up 53% of known homicide offenders in the United States and commit about 60% of robberies, though they are 13% of the population. Uh, I, the only the only way you could make an argument for justifying that, I guess, would be is that a lot of white people are getting away with robberies and not being arrested. Yeah, I think people would go with the legacy of slavery, poverty. Uh, it's not their fault; they're criminals. Put in a position where you have to rob. Okay, more or less. But thirteen uh, percent of the population, sixty percent of robberies, fifty three percent of homicide offenders. Although the gang stuff skews the homicide stuff, but anyway. The police fatally shot nine unarmed blacks and 19 unarmed whites in 2019. Nine unarmed blacks and 19 unarmed whites in 2019. According to a Washington Post database, 
down from 38 and 32 respectively in 2015. Man, there were a lot more unarmed people getting shot in 2015, which I assume is just variants of randomness of I life. Guess, yeah. I got. I, I remember believe. when that WAPO piece came out. It got a hell of a lot of attention for a cup of coffee. Yeah. The Washington Post defines unarmed broadly to include such cases as a suspect in Newark, New Jersey, who had a loaded handgun in his car during a police chase. In 2018, there were 7,407 black homicide victims. 7,400 black homicide victims in 2018. Assuming a comparable number of victims last year, those nine unarmed black victims of police police shootings represent 0.1% of all African Americans killed in 2019. The argument there, I guess, would be if you're if you're if you're going to be scared of being shot, the likelihood of being shot by the police is very, very, very low. Right now, the response to that, I suppose, would be: I mean, the argument you could easily make is, yeah, but the person I should, the people I should have to fear the least is the government. We cannot have right. The government committing murders with impunity. No. I agree a hundred percent. I would also just like to say that police brutality isn't reduced down to simply fatal shooting. Sure. Yeah, we uh, we've gotten plenty of stories of, of people who've gotten beat up by the police, black and white, and, and even George Floyd. That's not a fatal shooting, right? But yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um. So, uh, again, assuming all comparable numbers, uh, those nine unarmed black victims of police shootings represent 0.1% of all African Americans killed in 2019. By contrast, a police officer is 18 and a half times more likely to be killed by a black male than an unarmed black male is to be killed by a police officer. Oh, there you have it. 18 and a half times more. That's quite a stat. Yeah. Then they go through the uh, number of uh, black people killed um, in... um, Chicago, Memorial Day weekend, very violent, as it always is in Chicago, has mm-hmm. been for years now, with gang shootings, 10, uh, 10 African-Americans killed in drive-by shootings, routine violence, in, and, uh, and, and how much more of that there is than police shooting people. Right, which, that's not a, an argument specific to police uh, excessive use of force. I understand why people bring that up, and I would love to see massive marches through Chicago every weekend trying to change the culture of casual murder. But it's a different problem. And just because you can't solve one problem doesn't mean you shouldn't try to solve another one. But if you're talking about blacks dying of homicide, police shootings are not the reason that blacks die of homicide at eight times the rate of whites and Hispanics. Criminal violence is. Yeah. Well, that's undeniable. So that's in the Wall Street Journal today. I assume it's going to get a fair amount of attention, or maybe not. It is interesting to me that you cannot generate the energy for the non-cop killings, especially given that they dwarf the cop killings by many, many hundreds to one. You can't generate that energy to to fight that, to, to march against it, you know, campaign against it. it, it it's a really interesting phenomenon. I also I think there are assumed consequences for those sort of things, and a large. There are two separate things, right? There's the incident of police brutality, and is the police who did that, in the rare occasions that it does happen, being held accountable? Absolutely. And with the qualified immunity and not being charged and sealed records, and they get recycled out every five years. We haven't talked about that. That's huge in the libertarian uh, world right now, that whole qualified immunity thing that Justin Amash is writing about, and he's proposing a bill, and... Tim Sandiver's uh, re- retweeted stuff about that. That's a huge thing. They think that would be a huge step toward um, more accountability for police. 
right. that it was it, it it came about for uh, different reasons than it's being used over the past many years. Maybe we talk about that later. It's right. complicated. But. Uh, we have uh, posted the Wall Street Journal editorial with all those stats and everything at armstrongandgetty.com. Does that work? Because they paywall. They Wall Street Journal paywall. Yeah. If I, you don't subscribe, it's tough to get their articles. Uh, I think you get a certain number of free per month, but, but support journalism. It's important. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah and WSJ is pretty expensive, though. Uh, well, you heard a lot of it now if you can't get past the paywall. Um, dar, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, also at armstrongandgetty.com is all the podcasts, including the stuff that's never been on the air, the repackaged show, our extra long uh, interviews, uh, that sort of thing, and uh, some groovy Armstrong and Getty swag, uh, which is how we help uh, keep everybody employed uh, on the team during these difficult times. So if you need a T-shirt, maybe your, your, your old one's so sweat-stained, so many holes, go get some A&G swag. A lot of it's really funny. So we decided that granibalism is not a cool term. Again with that. To talk about what I'm, happened in I'm, California. I'm asking you to stop. Okay. Guy caught eating his granny. That's just wrong. I... But not Florida. California. No. Yeah. Yeah. What is it with the oceans? If, um, if, if California laws were similar to Florida's in that your arrest could right. be in the paper as opposed to conviction or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, Florida, I think you'd be to a large extent off the hook. Yeah. I mean, at least you're not granny eaters. <laughs> you know, a lot of strangeness. I've spent a lot of time in Florida. But at least you're not chowing on your grandma. Sick. Armstrong and Getty.